Voices that inspire the extended interview. I'm Phyllis Khalifi, President and CEO of the Children's Forum here in Tallahassee. So Phyllis, how many years have you been at the, the Forum? I have been at the Children's Forum since 2000, so that's 22 years. And you've made a big decision. I have made a big decision to retire at the end of July this year. What has been for you, what has given you the most satisfaction and probably feeling of, you know, that you've made a difference in your work at the Forum? We operate a number of different programs and services, and it's primarily aimed at improving the quality of early childhood for young children in the birth to five space and for after schoolers. So I think in terms of what has given me the most pride, we operate a program called the Teach Early Childhood Scholarship Program, and it provides scholarships for those who work in the field already um, and helps them to gain the education, the credentials, to be efficient, effective teachers and, and learn and grow. So I think when I hear the feedback from our teachers of what a difference it's made in their lives to be able to gain an education and how it's impacted their own families as well as their classrooms become better teachers, it just gives us a great sense of um, not accomplishment for us, but so excited for them and their accomplishments because we know what a life changer it is when you can be educated. And then they bring that back to those children that they're working with. Absolutely. That's what's so gratifying, as you see. And they talk about how their practice has changed and how they're more effective and how they've learned child development principles that help them and how they deal daily with the children. So it's it's this two-generational effect because they're also affecting their own families and their own children. And we know from research that for um, the best predictor, if you will, of a child going to college is whether or not their parents made that decision. And so it changes the trajectory for both uh, the children in their classroom and the, their own children. How long has the TEACH program been around? How long have you had that? It's been since 1998, actually, when we first got statewide funding. And uh, it has continued to grow, and we're very pleased with that. For the last several years, we've had uh, a funding of $10 million. It's legislative, legislatively appropriated each year. And we're very excited that it's continued because it has helped thousands of teachers improve their skills. Well, and it's just so critical, and especially now when there's such a shortage of teachers and how to make this be a viable profession for people. Absolutely. And what we need is not just good teachers. And, and there's this misperception that, oh, if you go into child care, it's a dead end. It's not. It's an entryway. Sometimes that's we have our most wonderful teachers on the front line working with our children. But there's other opportunities, too, within our field. I started out as a teacher. And then I, I had an opportunity to become a leader, a director of a program. And so it was an entry point for me. So and I think it is that way for millions of people across the world, you know, that it's a step in the direction. Because when you're passionate about working with and on behalf of young children, it's an opportunity to live, live it and grow with it. Phyllis, why is there such a disconnect in our country about the value of early learning and, and investing in children. We all claim we love children, but then there seems to be this disconnect of understanding what we need to do to make sure children are successful. Absolutely. We continue 
to try to share that message. And I think when we get different message bearers, that helps to uh, promote that message about why we need to invest. We now have other voices, economists, who are, are sharing that, wow, if you make this investment early, then look how much we save in the long run. Um, we have, you know, Art Heckman's, um, I mean, James Heckman's work, who, and he is a Nobel Prize winning economist, who shows how if you invest in human capital, the return on that investment is so much better than a baseball stadium or another kind of investment um, that it really makes a difference, and we know that. We just have to continue to uh, beat that drum until it gets there. We finally have almost, we're at that place, almost a tipping point, but we still have to get there with the resources to support this work. Uh, We know it's important. We have the brain science to prove it. We just have to get the public, um, public will and the political will to truly invest where it makes the most difference. Yeah. And you think about, you know, working working families who are stressed and then the cost of child care yes. or the availability of child care mm-hmm. that's convenient to them. And, you know, they may not want to put their child where that they're putting their child, but they, they can't get them to the better quality place. I mean, there's so many ways we could make it easier for families and we just seem to get stuck. Families really have a hard time trying to balance all of their competing demands. You know, we have children at the beginning of our careers, really. So we're earning the least at a time when we have to make the greatest investment in our children. So we really do need to look at how we fund and finance a system of early care and learning. And that's where I think it's going to take those creative minds to look and see if we can come in with a combination of resources to truly support the level of quality that young children deserve and need and also help families who need those resources uh, to help them to be able to sustain their family obligations. We know from the United Way report the asset uh, report, that we have a lot of families who are just one paycheck away from being able to make it. We don't want to create that kind of stress in environments for young children. We know that's not healthy for families. So we do need to relook and rethink how we finance early care and education, maybe look at it like a higher ed model. And maybe we need to have those public supports going in to support both the children and both the, the, the center or the program so that they can provide the level of quality that young children need to grow and thrive. Yeah. So this has been obviously a passion of yours for many years. What's next for you? It's a good question in terms of thinking what's next. I hope that at least what I have gained and learned as a part of this, this work, I mean, it's it's in there. The fire's in my belly and it's not gone away. It's just how I'm going to use that fire, I think, to continue to promote the value and the importance of young children and the value and importance of early learning in their lives. Um, so I don't know. The door is wide open. So I look forward to seeing what's next. But in some way, I hope that I can still contribute in a positive, positive and meaningful way. Well, you have so, so much knowledge of this area and so much so many connections. You know, you've been connecting dots for 20 years now. So that's a skill set that's still so needed. So I, I know you're going to find your place and still make a difference. Thank you. I hope so. And I also, I have 11 grandchildren. 
So my husband and I look forward to seeing how we can apply some of our own uh, principles of, of, of child development and, uh, and apply those to our grands. That They are just wonderful, and it's fun to be able to see and to watch them grow and learn. They range in age from six months up to I had one just graduate from the University of South Florida. So they're all over the place, and we're excited about how they're doing. That's great. That's wonderful. So my final, because the series is about what inspires you. What what has kept you inspired, Phyllis, over the arc of your work? Um, inspiration. That's a that's a great question. I know that um, one of the quotes that, or just my favorite quote, is Mark Twain's, and it's you know the two most important days of your life. Number one is the day you were born, and second, it's the day you find out why. And I had the pleasure, I think, of finding out why when I was a junior in college. And I was already the mother of two preschoolers at that time. I had taken a break and then went back to school. And one of my assignments was going to an early childhood classroom in Head Start and observing and then working with the children. And boy, something happened. That, that fire was lit in my belly when I started working with those children. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is it. This is where you can make a difference. If we do it here, not wait till public school, we can truly change the lives of our kids. You know, if we can just have that that input and that impact and working with families and working with the children. And so I have, that's, that stayed with me. I just said, okay, this is where I want to focus my career. I did my student teaching in the first grade, but I thought it's too late. Yeah, I, I could already tell the children who were going to have difficulty because they didn't have the kind of uh, experience in their birth to five settings that would have made a real difference in their lives. So I knew that that's where I wanted to spend my time is in early childhood so that I could make a difference. And I've been blessed to be able to do so. It's been exciting to see uh, the doors that have opened and the opportunities I've had to be able to have input into that process. So I feel very fortunate um, and the fire's still going, so it'll just be determining which way it's going to be expressed. I love it. That's wonderful. So, Phyllis, I've known you for many years. I feel like I've gotten to know you better in the last few years, but I really just want to thank you for all your leadership and passion for investing in children and help get that message out of why that's so important. Your work has really set such a high bar for so many. And so thank you for all of your years of service. Thank you, because you also have contributed through all of your work. So it's been a pleasure to work with you as a colleague. Well, good luck in the future, but I have some ideas for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always open. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thanks for being with us, Phyllis. Absolutely. Thank you. My name is Phyllis Khalifi, President and CEO of the Children's Forum. And just in closing, I would just add, be present, be passionate, and be prepared to make a difference in this world. And it starts with each of us.